Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about life cycle of a blockchain transaction. So what happens when a transaction is submitted to a blockchain node? Let's walk through this process in a step-by-step manner. So the first step that happens is completely off-chain. A user or a decentralized application basically composes a transaction with information like input, the parameters, the cryptographic signature, and some metadata about the blockchain network. And all of this information is contained in an object, which is then serialized to create data for the transaction. This serialized data or a string of bytes or something which can represent a transaction is then sent over to the blockchain node from the user or the decentralized application. So this part is called the composing of the transaction. Now, once this part or this string of bytes, which is representing the transaction, is submitted to the blockchain node, then the actual life cycle of a transaction begins. So the first thing that happens when a transaction reaches a blockchain node is that it ends up getting through some of the validation checks that are run on it. These are some basic checks by the node. And once these checks pass, then the transaction is placed in something called as a transaction queue. This is also known as the mempool. So this is basically the staging area where the transactions are kept before they are included in a block. And this is also the area, this is also the place where the transactions are basically broadcasted to all other nodes in the network. So the transaction is received by only one node most of the time, but then it is broadcasted to all all other nodes in the network through the peer connections that they have between them. And this is where it happens. Now that the transaction has been in the transaction queue for some of the nodes, and let's say one of these nodes is going to produce the next block, or one of these nodes is going to submit the next block to the network, they pick up this transaction from their queue, and then they include it in the block that they are going to propose. So picking up of the transactions for a particular block by a particular node depends on some of the rules. One of the main things is the transaction fee. Most of the time, the nodes pick up the transactions which have the most amount of fee associated with them. This is a way of prioritizing the transactions when they are being included in a block. So at this stage, basically the node picks up the transactions from the queue and packages them in a block and proposes that block to the rest of the network for being added into the blockchain. Now, after that, what happens is the consensus part. This is where the rest of the network verifies and validate each of the transactions contained in this newly proposed block. And then they come to consensus whether this block is correct or not. If this block is correct, if the majority of the nodes successfully verify the block and they agree on the validity of the block, then they add it to the blockchain state. And based on all of the transactions within this block, the state of the blockchain is updated And that is where the commitment phase happens. When the newly submitted block is successfully verified by majority of the nodes, then the state of the blockchain is updated by executing all of these transactions. And this is called the commitment phase, where the updated state is stored by or committed by all the rest of the nodes of the network. So this is basically the life cycle of a blockchain transaction, right from submission from a user or a decentralized application or a wallet, to getting into the queue and then getting into a block, then getting consensus on the block and finally getting into the commitment by updating the state of the blockchain. I hope you found this insightful. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao.
Thank you.